Here we go. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. La da da dee da, la da da dee da, la da da dee da. Oh, you know that song? Of course, and of course, look those balladeers. Okay, those balladeers. They always didn't they didn't they, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they always do the la da da dee? Like they kind of had a. They weren't really. I don't want to say they weren't singing, but there was something in the throat that was just kind of. You know. Just like uh, Ichabod in Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. No, no, it wasn't. Was it Ichabod? Is that Bing Crosby thing, isn't it? It was Bing Crosby. Yeah, yeah. those crooners. Those yeah. crooners. You call them balladeers. I like that. Yeah, balladeers. You know? No. Yeah, you, 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 you flowed right with that little ditty. I didn't yeah. think you, you flow with it. You got it's it. It's all along the slopes. There's slopes to it. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta. You know, yeah, the same way you do with breasts. Yes, yeah. you just follow, follow the, the slopes. And you say la da da dee da, la da da dee da, ba ba boo. Tigers are playing two nights. I never miss a game. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. You know, I don't know how to do laundry, Stuart. I've been needing laundry lessons. You're goddamn right. Welcome to Comic-Con. A geek podcast for the rest of us. A geek podcast for the rest. How are you? I see you're a clean man today. I cleaned it all off. You know, I don't know. Sometimes it just starts to get to me. You know, the the squirrel uh, tail across your face. It yeah, just the, that that train track villain. You know, right there. It, that it, train track villain mustache that I that I tweeze and I twirl when I'm scheming. You know. Oh man, if if your mustache messes with you, then this beard is like Octavius's uh, tentacles to me. <laughs> it tells me what to do. It tells you what to do. And you're sitting there, you know, you want to order a burrito, but you don't want to tie up that, that girl and put her in the basement. But then your beard is telling you to do something. And you look, you, you look at the beard in the mirror and you go, listen, listen to me now. Listen to, to me, me now. <laughs> While I got burrito all in my beard. Could be worse. Your nose could be gushing blood. My nose could be gushing blood. I don't understand. Ah! Ah! And he ate that with a with the tuna still in his mouth. Still with that tuna and that flounder or whatever the fuck it was. Was it was it tuna? It wasn't tuna. It was sardines, wasn't it? Was it sardines? Are sardines big? I thought the sardines were like yeah, anchovies. Sardines, sardines, pretty big. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute! You messed me up there. Is an anchovy a sardine? I thought anchovies were like sardines in the sense that they were tiny. You know, that's that's why people say, we're packed in here like fucking sardines. Because sardines right. are like packed in a little can. But you don't say, I'm packed in here like anchovies. You sure don't. You're right about that. 
You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be worse. Could be worse. <laughs> 1992, Tim Burton's Batman Returns. And that's what we're talking about tonight, kids. Once yes. again, Batman Returns to the podcast. Um, just kidding. We have a we have a special topic tonight, and we're going to get to it. But um, I guess I should... Um, First, make sure you're okay. You got food in the fridge. You, you got you got you got heat. You got lights. You're good to go. Oh yeah, the the uh, Salvation Army took care of me and my daughter over okay. the weekend. Okay, yeah. we were we were lost. I don't know why I'm laughing. That's not yeah. funny. It's like funny. If, it, if it was true, it's, it's funny to those elite people. Look, know? I was lucky enough, fortunate enough that I didn't lose power during this nor'easter. Whatever. You're you're like. Privileged enough. Privileged. Privileged enough, yes. I looked down from my ivory tower at the people scrambling to their cars. Saruman. What are you doing? All right, the white like, wizard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As he looks down on the just broke down folks on I-95. Right, the peasants. The peasants. <laughs> Shouldn't joke about that. I'm sure everybody had a hard time. I'm just glad everybody's okay. Right, right. You know? Uh, just gotta, uh, we just gotta, you know, pay a little bit more in taxes down there in Virginia to get all that shit off the side of the road. Right. That's right, kids. Pay taxes. And that's what we're going to talk about in tonight's show. We're talking about paying taxes. Yeah, we're talking about real stuff tonight. Look, if you don't pay taxes, folks, okay, and, and schools and services and roads aren't going to be good anymore, then what the hell is it all worth, you know? I think we can get away with uh, not paying taxes. How about it? I, I think I think our roads and stuff will still get fixed. Everybody just put money in the bucket. Yeah, let's try it out. One year, one year. Let's try it out. One year, no, no taxes. America pays no taxes. Let's see what happens. No social welf- welfare net whatsoever. No, yeah, okay. don't worry about it. Let things, them fall through the cracks. Things will still keep. The wheel will stick. Uh, will keep turning. The wheel will keep. T- the wheel, wheel in the sky in the keeps on turning. I don't know where I'm gonna go. Don't know where I'll be tomorrow. That song hits. 1981. And that's what we're talking about tonight, kids, is hidden gems from the early 80s. There we go. Big hair bands. Big hair bands. Yeah. And non-existent hair follicle-ridden mm-hmm. faces. Can't believe you own. said it bothers you. That's, that's, that, that must be a lot. I've broken this down time and time again on the show. Let me break it down for you one more time. Hopefully this time it'll stick the way that dark night rises sticks in your craw in a good way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this. Those hair follicles that come out of your face are like real hair. You have a real, what we call a man's beard. You're a man. You're a grown man. When you mm-hmm. walk in a store, they say, look at that grown man. He's coming He's here on to- the FBI's most wanted list. <laughs> Or he's coming in here to get a get an orange crush. I don't know, maybe, or a diet sun kissed, or or, or he's an active, or he's an active shooter. Who knows? One out of three, you know. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad. Great song, Meatloaf. Also, early eighties. Actually, might be late seventies. Correction. I think, might, I think we might be doing that tonight. Then <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> Every reference we have, we'll just bring it back to a song. But when they see you, they go, "That's a grown man." A man, 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 man. When they see me, they go, hold on a second. He might, he might be able to go into that middle school and not get kicked out right away. Mm-hmm. But he's got these little sprouts, these little sprouts, sprouts. That, that don't really okay. make up a, a real beard. And the texture of it, kids, in case you wanted to know, because this is an audio format, so I'll try to describe as much in detail as possible. The texture is much like a pubis, pubic, 
pubicale. Okay. I have a pubic mustache and beard when my shit grows out. It, so it's, it's not so much the stash, it's the stubs. It's the stubs and it starts, it's prickly and it comes out and it's hair and it's coarse. It's like sand, it gets everywhere, you know? Mm. It's the stubs. Yeah. So none of your stuff actually connects. Your beard part, no. your shadow doesn't connect, but the mustache is good to go. And, if you had the, a yeah, if you had a magnifying glass, you'd be able to see that it doesn't really connect. In fact, even the mustache stops right under the nose. How do you get rid of the the stash? Is it clean uh, Gillette or with that barbershop razor? You keep. I got that barbershop razor, and then I got another guy. I got a separate. Ra- yeah, I keep it in my back <laughs> pocket when I'm when I'm whistling Dixie on the way home from work. Like a, like a greaser, like a greaser. Waiting for the soap. I was sitting on the corner, like flip, flipping your coin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting for an oil change already. Oh, hey, daddy, yo, hey, <laughs> summer loving, lots of fun, you know, so that kind of thing. <laughs> summer days drifting away, on us. We're on the same level tonight. That's we good. are on fire, yeah, you know. Yeah, the fire good. rises. That's good. That's good when me and the RZA can connect. Mm, 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 there we go. Mm, mm. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby Digital. Bobby. Ah. No, no, I took it somewhere else. Sorry. I see I see you got the devourer of worlds. Yes, Galactus on my body. Now, wait, now the way I said that, now if anybody else has said Galactus, would you have taken it? Or would you have would you really just like for folks to say the devour worlds is on your shirt. Well, first of all, let's take, let's let me answer that two ways. First way being, of course, we're initiated, so we know that Galactus is the devour world. So I would I would much prefer that to go with it. You're, you're, <laughs> secondly, 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 anybody that's anybody that listens to this podcast, even if they're not initiated, they know that when you say Galactus or if I say Galactus, one of us has to go devour of worlds. You know, devour worlds. Right. You know. So one of these days. Just the offshoot right now. We got to see Galactus sometime in this MCU. Got to. one of these days. We got to. got to. One of these days. I mean, he's only one of the greatest villains of all time. Probably so. Yeah, I, I would say he's at least top twenty. Right. I was rereading yeah, Secret War f- from the eighties not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Et Ferd Bird the Nerd who sent me some copies. All right. And I'm reading through these old comics, and I'm going, man, I totally forgot Galactus shows up on this random planet with all these villains. And he don't even pay him no mind when they're all fighting and squabbling and shit like that and kicking ass. Like they're running into his legs because he's so fucking big. You know, they're down at his feet and he doesn't give a fuck about him. Like Dr. Doom might as well be a gnat that he like swats away. And that to me is like, that's why we got to see him in the MCU at some point. And after seeing those Celestials and Eternals, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. But, you know, that's, you know, we're not really talking about Galactus tonight, kids, but we are talking about villains. Villainous villains oh by the way welcome to comic-con's podcast key podcast for the rest of us who are the motherfucking rest of us my name is nick stevens i am your host but we aren't we all and joining me on the zwm box 350 as always and i'm in the booth he's somewhere else <laughs> it's mr james motherfucking pal and what are we talking about tonight james we're talking about one piece uh <laughs> thousand episode that's what we're going admiral kizaru well no we're going top villain deaths top villain deaths let me let me let me tweak it a little bit let me say favorite let me say favorite right right our favorite because because some people get like out of bent out of shape like how is that the fucking best villain that we're this is our favorite you know Mm -hmm. our top you know james did you did five right 
Not, no, I, I I got a solid eight. You got five, eight? Oh, damn. Okay. I got five and I got three runner 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 up. Oh, good, because I have five and three runner ups also. So I also have eight. And uh, I'm wagering by the end of our list. I wager that we'll at least have one in common. I would wager that too. I'm hoping my number one isn't like in one of yours. Like that way, like the momentum doesn't get all joggled and jiggled and jangled, you know? It might get uh, jostled. It might get jostled. Yeah, it might. Or juxtaposed. Or juggled. This is our first real episode of 2022. And I want to start things off right by just reminding you how much I love you. And I'll, I'll just go ahead and pause here for the folks listening home because now James Powell, he's he said on for the first time on air, he's going to say I love you back to Nick Stevens, the host of the podcast, myself, right here. So live, right here in front of all the listeners. So I thought we'd pause right here just for you to <clears throat> just kind of say it back, you know, just, you know. So here we go. Here we go. So are we starting from eight or we're going to go <laughs> for our right off the bit? Let's start off with let's do runner ups. Runners up. Yes. Runners up last. Mm -hmm. Okay. Runners up last. What do you think, right? Yeah, I'll go with it. Runners up last. We'll jump into our five. We'll do our five to one, and then we can tell the folks what our runners runners up were. Because that might lead to a bigger discussion. I got some notes to do to kind of narrow it down to kind of because there's all kinds of caveats, right? Some people might be thinking, well, what do you mean? Like, favorite, like most gruesome, most violent most absurd just most memorable most cringy most goosies it could go a lot my, I, right. I guess the way i did mine was just just my favorite just my favorite the ones i wanted to see die the, the bad folks that i wanted to see die see that's why i fucking love you man because i think we were in the same exact goddamn boat i did i did it sim- very similarly because i was thinking the most impactful for me like the mm-hmm. most the one the most memorable ones to me you know yeah so okay so, I like that transformation. You like that? I like the transformation. <laughs> it was a transformation. You give uh, David Banner a run for his money. We shop at the same store. David Banner. Now, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Why couldn't they call him Bruce? Oh, what was wrong? I like I liked David Banner. It does flow, doesn't it? It flows better than than the alliteration with the Bruce Banner. You, oh, come on. The Bruce? I didn't like Bruce Banner that much. You like David Banner? David Banner. Mm. La-dee-da-da. La-dee-dee-da. La-dee-da-da-da-da. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, of course oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. That's the song they're going to play at your funeral. Mm, God damn, it's not too far off. Not too far off. And start us off, Mr. James Powell. Who what was your number five favorite villain death? Number five favorite villain death. I'm starting with Kill Bill 2. Ooh. I'm starting with Beatrice five finger strike on Bill. That's my number five. Brother. Yeah. He was going down. Going down. Man, you know what? I almost put that on my list because it is a memorable villain death scene. Some would maybe some people I know myself included was probably expecting like some ultimate big showdown. Right. Yeah. Right. A drawn out sword fight. But it was so poetic the way I mean, the way it just went down and the conversation. Mm-hmm. You and I have unfinished business, baby. You ain't kidding. That's fucking because. Quachain came made 
a good looking sandwich Woo! on that chopping board with he that sure sharp ass blade. He sure did. Cut the sides off and everything. I've never seen a more delicious looking bologna sandwich. It was just a bologna sandwich too. Right. But it was and so goddamn. It was perfect. <laughs> How about that lead up too? I mean, we're a little biased, you and I, because we read the comics and such. But how about that lead up with the Clark Kent Spider-Man costume thing, the disguises, that little drawn out conversation? Never would have thought of it. Never would have thought about it. But I should have went back and, and looked at a few clips from it, but, but it'll work out. Yeah. yeah, that's a solid, solid number five. Definitely in a good top five. Mm. And um, you got you got to take care of some stuff? We're doing that. Hold on. I mean, okay. And that's what we do here, kids. We are proud papas, okay? Members of the League of Shadows, but we are proud papas. So we gotta do what we gotta do sometimes. Sometimes that means you take a stroll down to your favorite liquor store. Uh, well, not for me, of course. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm almost eight years dry. So far, so good. More on that in a later date. But uh, sometimes maybe you take a little stroll down to the Mickey D's. We'll get that little side cart of nuggets next to uh, apple pie, you know, that's crisp and piping hot, served up, ready to give you some some good uh, some good vibes down in your tum-tum, you know. And sometimes you just go to the video store. Maybe it's Arrows. Anybody remember Arrows? Oversized tape cassette containers, you know. They had like the, the, the styrofoam inserts on each side. You'd walk into that place. My God, it smelled like... Well, it smelled like America, kids, and it smelled like nostalgia when before nostalgia was even nostalgia, you know? And you'd get your oversized Supergirl movie in the Arrows video cassette container, and you'd bring it home with mom and dad. You'd put it in the VCR and say, Mom, I want to watch Supergirl, and there you are. There you have it. That's what you do, and that's what we do. And that's how you run a movie from Blockbuster Video. That's how you do it, or Arrows, either way, you know? You know, if you don't know, Arrows? you goose. Oh, you don't remember Arrows? There you go. <laughs> E-R-O-L-S. <laughs> Bright big yellow letters. Burgundy store. The oversized video cassette container. It was before Blockbuster. Was it uh, like a Virginia thing? It was definitely like an, I think it was Northern Virginia, D.C. area. Okay. All right. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you were on the other side yeah. of the, yeah. Yeah. Other the side of Mason Dixon. <laughs> yeah. Other side of Mason Dixon. Uh, speaking of other sides, my number five. Your number five. All right. Is here we go. the scene between David and Michael and not the Bible kids, Lost Boys. <laughs> I'm telling you, when these two dudes are going at it, okay? When these two guys are going at it at the very end and they do that last supercharge in, in Grandpa's wooded cabin, you know, David, you know, gives the full charge against Michael. You know, Michael's just turned into a vampire. He doesn't have the, the years or the, the full strength of a full-fledged yeah. vampire like David. And he's got him up against the top of the, the, I guess we'd say the raptors right before like antlers. I wouldn't even call it a trophy case, but just like souvenirs and antlers and, and all sort of, you know. It was just a mess, yeah. A mess, just a just a nightmare, right? Of, of sharp wooden things. And there they are fighting. Holding him above the antlers. Michael, I don't want to kill you. Join us. Never. Ooh. Ooh. It's too late. My blood is in your veins. My blood is in your veins. 
Oh, dude. So is mine with the flip and the turnover. Okay, yeah. Is it is it over the top? Not really. I mean, it's pretty pretty straightforward. But just that was one of the first like villain like death scenes that was just so memorable for me as a kid, you know, uh, especially for a vampire movie. That shit owned and it stayed with me. That bet it stayed with me, you know. Is, is Lost Boys only good around Halloween, or is Lost Boys uh, like a I could pop it in during in March? <laughs> That's a very good question because I tend to really only watch it around Halloween. Around Halloween, right? You know, that's the same with me. That's the same with me because it is a, l- a little dated, but it holds up really well, especially for no, a no, Schumacher no, no, movie. No, no. Lost Boys is in that probably that top ten. Yeah, I mean, it's especially for if you just especially for just being a vampire movie. Vamp- you know? a vampire movie. That's what I was trying to go for. Yeah, and just the flip when he pushes him through the antlers, and then the music comes in. Shells not kill, you know, and he comes back, you know. <laughs> you see, he's just a boy, you know. Mm. Like, oh man, that young Kiefer. Oh, that's solid. That's solid. It was solid. You know, solid. So that's my number five, folks. That's number five. That's a, that's a good start off. That's good Where you at with number four? My number four is that T one thousand dying. That wow. That factor. That factor scene. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's not on my list, but it almost went on my list again. It almost went on there. Okay. Man, but it is a great scene. I mean, are you including the lead up with Sarah Connor blasting him away or just that last final Arnold like? Just the Arnold. I guess Mm. just the Arnold. Yeah. Comes up, knocks him into the the, the liquid, the hot liquid metal, and we just see all the uh, personifications of the T-1000. Oh, so and good. And it's screaming. And it's screaming. It's actually screaming. Yeah. Oh, and, and all the faces changing. It's panicking. It's trying to assimilate or change, and it can't. Yeah. Oh, dude. As a kid, when I first watched Woo! Terminator 2, I didn't think they were going to be able to beat it. No. How could you? I didn't, I didn't think just bullets, missiles was, was going to do it I didn't, until I saw them drop, them in that, drop him in that pool of uh, orange juice. Right. And it was awesome effects. Those effects awesome effects. Good. Still holds up to this day. One hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree. That is a fantastic number four. Now, now I'm getting excited because you've had your five and your four have been like mm-hmm. epic fucking deaths. So I'm gonna, I'm getting real excited. I'm gonna give you one that you're not really gonna agree with me on at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know because of the movie itself, because you're not, you're not the biggest fan of this movie. Okay. okay. Um, but it's a little movie called Batman Begins. I know it's not your favorite. I knew, but I knew it. I knew it. I knew. Yeah, I, I knew, knew you it. knew. I know. I know. I know. Um, and it's not. And we've talked. We we even did the uh, the movie on on the show before. And I know you don't hate the movie. I know it goes. I know. I don't. I don't. You know. But I knew it was gonna be on your list. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know which which scene it is. It's that end scene with Raz Al Ghul. Okay. And I don't have to save you. Exactly. I'm not gonna kill you. But I don't have to save you. It's that callback when he's training him on the ice and he says, you never learn to mind your surroundings, you know, and then he pulls it back on him. Callback on the train. You never learn to mind your surroundings. And he pulls him over, you know, he twists him. Meanwhile, that train is hurtling towards death. Yeah, and he just closed his eyes. I feel like he can survive that. I mean, he taught Batman. So come on. I was going to say it wasn't the, I mean, we don't see him burn no. alive or his body get flung anywhere. I mean, it's, it's feasibly possible he could have escaped that, I guess. Yeah, I, I think you know? he could have survived that. You know, and especially if we just if we just go comic-y on it, 
he hopped into a uh, Lazarus pool right after that. So it's all 100 percent. Yeah, it's not very climactic in terms of yeah he doesn't he doesn't get impaled with anything like Nothing he doesn't nasty. he doesn't yeah. fall off a tower then into a helicopter and then into a sewer drain full of crocodiles so it's not like over the top it's very it's just very again it's kind of one of those poetic deaths much like the Kill Bill death where it's like it serves the story and it serves the character you know what I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah Batman kills inadvertently inadvertently yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's my numero cuatro. Your four. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. My number three. And this is where I think we'll meet up. Johnny Ringo. Dead. Wow. You were just pulling out all the stops. Th- that is I a fantastic. Be, I thought we'll meet right there. The death of Johnny Ringo. The death of Johnny Ringo. Yeah. My Johnny Ringo. You look like Man. someone just walked over your grave. I'm your Huckleberry. I'm yeah. Huckleberry. You no, know, Johnny Ringo wasn't expecting Doc Holliday to hop out the bed. No, he wasn't. Okay. We, we weren't either. Right. On that Sunday evening. Were you surprised? Because I was. I remember seeing it for the first time. I, first time seeing it, too. So I definitely was surprised. I thought I thought Wyatt Earp had the balls to go out there and die. Yeah. I thought that, I thought that was going to be the last scene of Wyatt Earp. Right. And God forbid, like, we, don't, we didn't read any history books about Wyatt Earp to know, like, how he died. <laughs> Or to know if Johnny Ringo was a real character. What, 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 what was Tombstone? What, 96, 97? I definitely didn't. No, I, I think knew. it was like, I think it was earlier. It might be 93 Early or 94. Yeah. Okay. And so I only knew the lore. Right. Wyatt and right. shoot out at the OK Corral. I didn't know, really know what the history behind it. So I could care less at that point. I only knew that he yelled at a train saying, Hell's coming with me. That's the only thing I remember. Hell's coming with me. <laughs> wait a minute, Wyatt. Wait, wait a minute, Wyatt. Hold on. Oh, we 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 see Doc coughing his lungs up in the bed. Charlton Heston is about to turn him into soil and green. <laughs> but Doc Holliday ends up finding the strength for his friend right. to go fight a battle against one of the meanest suckers in the West. Right. Johnny Ringo. And and look, James, why the hell was he even out there? Why we why was Doc even out in that mess? It's plenty of other folks out there. But Wider was his friend. Right. Well, shit, I mean, I have a lot of friends, you know. I don't. <laughs> oh, every time. Every, every time. Tombstone. And he had to die. Like, Johnny Ringo had to die. He's one of those villains, like, this guy's got to fucking get it. Like, like he's got to get it. But I actually it. think he died. He didn't really die like that. I don't think he did. Oh, really? Now, we can have folks call, uh, email us about that one. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he died like that. I think Johnny Ringo just died probably in a gunfight somewhere else. Email us at comiconspodcast.com, kids, if you know how Johnny Ringo really died. <laughs> know where he is. <laughs> if you know where his body is. Where his body is. There's somebody. He's human, after all. And that is a great segue to my number three. Oh. The Batman 1989 death of the Joker, kids. It's just all Batman. <laughs> but I thought that was too easy. I thought that was too easy. Maybe. But the fact that... He's hanging off the goddamn tallest cathedral in the world. This is the tallest cathedral in the entire world, kids. It's taller than that goddamn tower that Tom Cruise climbed in Dubai. This thing is like a, a stone cathedral with gargoyles, and it overlooked an entire... It was, I mean, it was up in the clouds. That's how high this fucking thing was. And I remember seeing that seven years old, and that shit stayed with me with the, the long, drawn-out music, you know? He's like... <laughs> Give me that one more time. 
<laughs> oh man. His, this that what would you even call that grappling thing? Like a bolo or something that he shoots around his legs that snaps. I think it was, yeah. And it attaches to the gargoyle. Gargoyle comes off the tallest cathedral in the world. Perfect. I mean, it was a perfect shot. Perfect shot. Perfect shot. Jack Nicholson's Joker is hanging, hanging on the on the second to bottom rung of the ladder. Just falls to the bottom rung. Ooh, holding on. Here we go. Wow. And that Tim Burton with the with the Danny Elfman score. Come on, you know. I used to pause the my VCR my on on when he was falling to kind of because mm-hmm. I I liked how it looked you know and I, so I, would, I tried to like pause it and like do it back in slow motion to see like what he looked like. It's it still looks great to this day. It still looks like a work mm-hmm. of art to this mm-hmm. day. So that's my number three. Mm-hmm. That's my number three. You can't watch a Warner Brothers movie without a Warner Brothers ball cap, kids. So there you go. I wonder if they're still out there. Is a Warner Brothers ball cap still out there somewhere? Probably so. Email us at Comic-Cons Podcast at gmail.com if you have said ball cap in your possession. I mean, I'm sure everyone got one after Matrix uh, Resurrections. Had to for that <laughs> bullshit. You would think they would have at least had a, a, a side card of nuggets or something. Or a discount card for Errol's video store. <laughs> Call back. Number two. I think this is where we'll meet up. I think this is where we'll meet up. The death of Hans Gruber. Woo! Almost went on there. It almost went on there. It's a solid one. And it's probably, if you scour the interwebs and you just type in like villain deaths, like greatest villain deaths of all time, Hans Gruber is like in the top five on, on most of the list. The, the plummet from Nakatomi. Oh, man. There you go. I thought we would that? meet up right there. I thought we would meet up right there. It almost went on there. Almost. Man. It's a solid death. That watch. Yeah. It's all about that watch. He gets that goddamn watch from Bonnie Bedelia in the opening 10 minutes of Die Hard. And we're like, right. okay. It's just, a, just a, a little affection, you know? And then, and then you get a little cleavage of Bonnie Bedelia. You do, and it's fantastic. it's fantastic. It's fantastic. What yes. happened to her? I don't know. No? Yeah. She shouldn't have been that hot for that scene. She was so hot. But she was. You just wanted to flip that dress over the desk and just ravage yes. her. Yes. The way that, you know, Michael Douglas ravaged Gene Triplehorn in, in Basic Instinct. <laughs> That's the kind of movie we should have had. That's the, know, movie we, that's the Die Hard we deserve. In a parallel universe somewhere, Michael Keaton reprises his role for Batman Forever, and at the same time, mm-hmm. John McClane ravaged Bonnie Bedelia for 30 minutes in the opening or, of or, Die Hard. Or, or, or Ellis. Ellis was the or. one ravaging her. That's probably- <laughs> or John McClane comes in, he's not even mad, and the two just go to town on her, and it turns into a giant oh. porno. Oh, there we go. I'll take it. You know? She even, was hot. Even the pregnant coworker comes in for some ball jiggling. Oh, yeah. I'll take that prego. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't talking so... about ragu. <laughs> you had to specify. Yeah. And I ain't talking about ragu for you Kamikazes out there listening. No. Is he talking about prego? Oh, prego. Prego? No. no. <laughs> that Alfredo. Ooh. Talking pasta. Talking pasta, kids. Uh, my number dose. All right. Number two himself to the old man, Dick Jones. That death will always be one of my favorites, you know? Mm -hmm. The death of Dick Jones. The death of Dick Jones. (laughs) Okay. Dick, you're fired. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
blam, blam, blam. And again, one of the most iconic falls where his arms and legs are miraculously bigger than his torso, like like by an ex, by an astronomical amount. In a, in a tall ass tower. In a tall ass tower. Something yeah. about bad guys falling from tall ass towers. And yet Hans Gruber didn't make it on the list. I think he might have been one of my runner-ups. In fact, yep, I'll go ahead and spoil that right now. He is one of my runner-ups. He is one of your runner-ups. Well, I mean, we'll, we met. We met. That's all I'm saying. We were going to meet somehow. I tried to be a little extravagant in my list, but also kept it real to, like, what people really want mm-hmm. from Nick Stevens, mm-hmm. you know? And but I got to talk about... Some, I thought you might have some gruesome stuff, but it's pretty much just uh, a classic villain death. Yeah, that's, I guess so. That's what we got. That's what we got. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I thought... A little, I, I thought a little harder on this than I thought I ever would. I thought harder on this than I did about my own son's like college education future. You know what I mean? I drew um, a blank. I was drawing <laughs> blanks, shooting blanks and drawing them. <laughs> because if you had told me to think of hero deaths, then I would have thought about villain deaths. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's a good topic. We should do a hero death. Hero death? Yeah. That's yeah. Next. That's next. Yeah. So I, I, I'll drop a runner up before my number one. Go for it. So my runner up, I'll go with uh, the death of uh, Alec Trevelyan in GoldenEye. Ooh, okay. For England, James? For me. You know? Wow. When he dropped him off that satellite. Yeah. Him into that, satellite. that was solid. That was so- golden eye. Golden eye. Oh, yeah. For England, James. And I just like the way. I like the way. Uh, uh, what's his? Uh, Bean. I like the way. Yeah, Bing, Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean Bean did it. Yeah. And he would go on to play other despicable people after that movie. Yep. Um, or 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 good people with some significant shortcomings. There we go. You know, Ned solid. Stark. Ned Stark. Yeah. Who was he in uh, LOTR again? What was his name? It's hard to think of the name. Uh, I know. Uh, but the horns of Gondor. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yep. Draw the blank. All Simon said me in real fast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. It sucks. Just watch the damn, just watch the damn movie. Did you really? A uh, uh, Bo- uh, Boromir. 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 You and just watched it because it's a Christmas movie, isn't it? Nope. It's like a lullaby. <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of Christmassy, the Lord of the Rings movies, because yeah, they no, came no, out around def- Christmas. Yeah, it's definitely Christmassy, but uh, if you just need something to put your ass to sleep, put on that uh, Lord of the Rings. Fellowship. Fellowship put you right out. Right out. That Kate Blanchett narrating. Yeah, it's hard to go to sleep on Return of the King, because you want to stay up and see them go into right, that battle. Right, yeah. right. You want to see that ghost army come out. Yeah, you want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his brother's name was Varamir. Varamir. There you go. Boromir and Varamir. There you go. Easy. That's the name of my balls. <laughs> and your cock is named Gandalf the Grey. Yes, it's a, I, I say it like that too. The Grey. That's what they call me. Oh, uh, Gandalf the White. The white. <laughs> and my cock is named Saruman as I judge people. <laughs> I lay oh, it down. Can you take off my pants? Oh my god! <laughs> Saruman, I got Christopher Lee's face on the head of my dick, like he's just grinning at people. 
I got a I got a Gandalf beard hanging off my urethra. <laughs> it just bothers me. That's why I shave it. Uh, what's your, that was your runner-up. So what was your number one? So my number one, the death of Judge Doom. Wow, dude. Wow. How, the, how did I forget Roger Rabbit? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Because he kills him with the dip after flattening him. There you go. Oh, my God. I killed you, brother. I talk just like this. Oh, dude. That's right, Eddie. That Christopher Lloyd, man. That good grief. That should have been in my in my list. I don't know how I just I guess I was also shooting blanks because I because uh, <laughs> that isn't that is, with it. I mean, I was like six when I saw that shit in theaters and that shit stayed with me, too. I don't know why that didn't crop up in the uh, that wasn't iconic. I mean, what a way to fucking go, you know? Yeah. Here he was, uh, the one a fellow tune killing other tunes yeah. with dip. If you don't know kids, you googs, by the way. Who framed Roger? Never Rabbit? seen a cartoon die before. Never seen a cartoon die like that. Never seen a cartoon die. He killed that shoe. Killed that shoe. Yeah. You felt real bad for that shoe, didn't you? I felt bad for that shoe. To, to this day, I feel bad. To this bad day, for I still shoe. feel bad for that shoe. Yeah. Because it just fell out the boxes. Oh my God. Yeah. It just fell out the box. It didn't it didn't have to die. And he just caught it. Threw me over some of that dip. Yeah. And it was hot. It was always hot. Shave and a hair cut. Oh my God. Solid. Solid judge, pick, sir. That judge doom. Your picks have been solid. I'm not gonna lie. My picks have been a little uh tamer. Your yours have been more iconic, I would I would say. I wish I I I, uh, I had some idea for some gruesome stuff, but I didn't think it would make it. The most my most gruesome I thought would have been that death of uh of uh Hitler and uh Inglorious Bastards. That's pretty gruesome. <laughs> That's pretty fucking gruesome. I can't remember the name of the guy in Serpico. But that was pretty gruesome too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in Commando when he's like Bennett, let off some steam and shoves a fucking pipe through his chest. Mm-hmm. That's pretty gruesome, mm-hmm. and steam comes out of it, of course. Because I know. was uh, like I was thinking about some creature creature deaths, uh, alien predator, but they they it wasn't really memorable deaths. Yeah, because predator just blows up. He just blows up. You know, he and then the himself. alien gets jettisoned or jettisoned rather, jettisoned, right? Jettisoned out into space. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So that, that that's that's the way it goes. I, I got, yeah, I got one more runner up. So go ahead with your runner up and your number one. So my runner up um, is Quaylen in the movie Cliffhanger, when he's in the fucking helicopter. All right. Not only does he crash. Not only does our 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 main hero Gabe Walker, you know, rock climber by day. Uh, terrorist what? fighter by by also day, by night maybe. Uh, he he. Gabe Walker attaches the helicopter, Quaylen's helicopter, right to the mountainside, falls off, hangs onto the ladder, steers the helicopter violently out of control. The town's in disarray. Ladder comes off along with the scaffolding thing that it was even attached to. Somehow Gabe Walker ends up in the helicopter fighting Quaylen as it's dangling because it's slammed into the side of the mountain and it's attached to this cable. And then he falls inside said helicopter, and we see that zoom in on John Lithgow's face mm. right before the imp- again a villain falling to his death. Yeah, has to be falling. I like falling. Now let, let, let me ask you: Is is Cliffhanger making this list just because it's on the flicks? 
Oh, it's on the flicks, and I just watched it during the snow day. And it still holds up, kids. I was thoroughly entertained this whole entire time. I almost hit up Powell to do an actual hour and a half episode on Cliffhanger itself. Cliffhanger. I mean, it still holds up, I think. It's one of Stallone's good ones. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's prime Stallone at that point. 92, you know? right? Yeah, 92. 92, 92 or, yeah, 92, I think. So 30 that's years prime. old. Yeah, that's prime Stallone. And then it made me think of a slash another runner-up. I already said the Hans Gruber death was a runner-up. But all helicopter fight de- slash deaths are, I think, going to be epic. Because even Walker himself, Henry Cavill, his name was also Walker, in Mission Impossible Fallout, that fight in the helicopter as it's fucking dangling. That was an epic fight, yeah. Epic I fight, yeah. you know? They yeah. slapped a mustache on him, made him a villain. That mustache meant more to him than being Superman. You're goddamn right it did. The money. The money, money. The money talk. <laughs> He's like, I, I already filmed my scenes for Superman. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm not shaving this goddamn mustache. Fuck the kids. Fuck the kids. Yeah. As James Schuler would say. Yeah. Fuck them kids. Yeah. But yeah, so those are my runner-ups along with Hans Gruber. Uh, one other side note, most anticlimactic helicopter death would probably be Hans Gruber's brother in Die Hard with a Vengeance because not really memorable. Probably deserved a bigger death. Got a missile, right? He got a missile. Right? Nah, he just shot. McLean just shot the power line. Power line went into the helicopter. Yeah, helicopter yeah, exploded. Okay. To me, it just, I don't know. Now, Quaylen and Walker, those deaths are great because the helicopter explodes, but they fall first in the helicopter and then they die. That makes it more, you know. Mm-hmm. You know? Anyway. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. That was a major fight, though. Major fight. Yeah. I like to have some brawls and something that's dangling before it crashes. That's a good one, too. Mm. Mm. Foreplay yeah. before the nut. A little foreplay before you come. There you go. And speaking of come, man. All right. This next uh, death scene is my number one favorite villain death scene of all time. Mm-hmm. When I say it, you're probably going to be like, what the fuck? But it's that Avengers Endgame, kids. Because. I was wondering if the MCU was going to make an appearance. <laughs> because. Let's be honest. Most of the MCU deaths are kind of forgettable if they even happen at all. Right. If they happen. Yeah. Right. This one was so crucial because I, I don't think anybody, I don't care who you are. You can write in if you want. Comic-Con's podcast at gmail.com. But nobody saw this fucking coming. Wouldn't you agree? With the, with the sleight of hand, with the stones and Tony's glove, and then that flip around where he says, I am Iron Man, and the heartfelt goosies of that, the switcheroo. And then we look and we see Thanos and his entire army just fading to dust. That counts, I think, as a memorable villain death scene. Because mm-hmm. he basically undoes everything and so that they never, almost like they, like they never existed. I guess it didn't touch, it didn't uh, make my list because I didn't see any blood or gore with it. Ah, oh, so you're saying a I mean, villain death should have like some kind of blood I need gore. some blood for my list. Right. Blood and gore. Your that end game is more symbolic. Okay. Symbolic. Mm-hmm. I guess the Kill Bill one wasn't really bloody or gory, but he mm-hmm. but he did have the blood spittle cough up when he had the but, and then and then you knew what came with that fire. Oh, that's thing. true. Yeah. That's true. Like his heart explodes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. His chest. Five steps later. Five steps. And it just Yeah. So you Man. picture that. You picture that. Let me ask you this, hypothetically. Somebody gives you the five finger death punch. Mm-hmm. 
and you just get one of your best friends to move you to a hospital bed and just not take five steps. Ever more in your life? Ever more in your life. That's it. So you can't take steps, but you can ride in a wheelchair right. for the rest of your life. Right. That'd couldn't he could, couldn't he theoretically have done that? I, I would I would I would take the I would take the steps. Yeah. Yeah, I would take the steps. I just always wondered, like, man, just move me to a hospital bed, feed me some snacks, put on some Netflix, you know? No. Nah, nah. you, you, no. Nah? You, you're living in a prison in your in your own body at that point. <laughs> you take you take a step every what, 20 years? If you can if you can do it. Could you do like uh it's horrible. Could you do like a like a like a Peloton? That probably would count. Yeah, you probably could exercise though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. You could still watch the hub. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still got you still got the use of all your appendages. You just can't walk to 7-Eleven. Although even before he took the five steps, we saw the the bloods come up. We saw like, you know, it looked like it looked like the heart was pretty much jacked. Oh yeah. It was it was prime. She was priming it up. Cause she twisted it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then she sat back and started crying for him. <sighs> Listen, kids. Don't it, remember he straightened up. He's like, How do I look? Oh, you look ready. You look ready. You look ready. Got my two more run-ups. Yeah. Uh, Lay it on me. My other run-ups were uh, obviously Raiders with the, the with the Nazis the with the Nazis and yeah. the and and the and the and the, and the face melting. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Talk about climactic. You know, that that's climactic. one of the most memorable climactic villain deaths because the whole Nazi troop got yeah. the whole the whole. What would you even call that? The whole I think it would, they, they, they would be a garrison. That would be a gar- a garrison. the whole garrison got wiped out. Yeah, yeah. I have I have no military lingo in my in my body. I watch enough Star Wars stuff to know. Yeah, there you go. That's a garrison, my man. Yeah. What about yeah. most anticlimactic deaths? And I, maybe this one. Maybe this one. Tom Cruise death in Collateral. Oh yeah, that was anticlimactic. Yeah, he just kind of bled out on a train slowly. Yeah. Yeah, because you remember he he said that he, I just I just don't want to be one of those guys, you know, that dies on the train. And guys in the five hundred five E's heading towards the city, heading around the city, sat on the train for three days, dead. Nobody knew. For me, I think that's Tom one of Tom Cruise's top five best roles. It is my top three favorite of his. Might even be my favorite role of his. Actually, I think he should play more villains. Yeah, I want him to be a villain. Yeah. yeah. Solid, love, solid movie. Love collateral. Love collateral. Yep. And that's what I had. And that's what I had. That's a solid runner-up, man. I was actually thinking Lethal Weapon for anticlimactic, and and don't get it twisted, kids. That Lethal Weapon two. Lethal Weapon two. That's all I got, and then Lethal Weapon four. Yeah, yeah. It leads death. Yeah. Lethal Weapon one ends with him fighting that Gary Busey's crazy all. ass on the lawn yeah. in front of all the cops, and they're like, "Get him, kill him!" Right. You know, and he fucking. And- I think he breaks his neck. No, no, he doesn't break his neck. He gets uh, Sergeant Powell from Die Hard ends up shooting him. Oh, that's right, because he's going to let him go. No, 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 no. Uh, Danny Glover shoots him. Danny Glover. <laughs> Sergeant Powell. Hey, Powell. Different blonde guy shot by a different black guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. There it is. All right, Mr. Joshua. Yeah. Mr. Joshua. He had to be crazy. Yeah. But then you go to Lethal Weapon 2 and... Diplomatic community, you know, and he just gets shot, and you're like, really? Even though that line, the the killer quip is 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 baller, you know, it's just been revoked. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
But then, I mean, then you could have went with uh, the 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 number two man's death. I was going to say that redeems it because Riggs drops a goddamn metal container, a shipping container on his ass. Right. Right. And that's where I was going with. I would have used that death. That so that redeems the quasi anticlimactic death of diplomatic immunity because you got that fucking shipping container dropped on a dude, which we had never seen before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we like our heroes to be battered and bloody and do like one last move. You know, mm-hmm. I, I should have done uh, uh, the sheriff of Nottingham, Prince of Thieves, that death. Oh, that's pretty. That's when pretty he, intense. When he went out to the window. <sighs> yeah, that was that was ooh, he man. He went over the top with that, didn't he? Yeah. Get that last uh, bit of sunshine on his face. Mm. Look, because yeah. you don't know when you're going to go and you damn yeah. sure didn't get to decide when you got here. Right. So you might as well have some sunshine on your face. That's it. A little mud bone. Little mudbone kids. If you don't know your googs, there you go. I thought you would have had more comic death. I mean, you 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 shot those two Batman, <laughs> but no, I guess it evens it out. I mean, two Batman and a and an end game. A two Batman and a RoboCop and an end game. That's pretty. And a, of, and a RoboCop. Okay, all right. Out of my five. It. Right there, you go. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I realize my list is probably not like you know contemporary with some of our peers and listeners, but. It is what it is. No, your list was uh, way more, I think, iconic than mine. I think mine was a little bit more like, um, I just love guys falling out of shit, you know? Yeah. Try to hit a lot of bases. You, know? you did. You hit a lot of bases. I couldn't think, I couldn't think of any good Disney deaths. What about uh, Gaston? He just fell off the castle. He fell off the castle. Uh, Ursula got impaled by the fucking... Did she get impaled? Yeah, didn't she get impaled by the... Oh, you know. By the trident? By the, didn't Prince uh, Adam, Dave, or whatever the hell his name was, impaler oh, with something? Thing, the boat yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty did. gruesome. Yeah. Um, Dude from Tarzan got like electrocuted, I think, from lightning. I think. Uh, I think uh, uh, Scar just got bit in the neck, right? He just got Simba, eaten Simba, by... Simba, he, yes. he got oh, by eaten hyenas. by hyenas. He got eaten by hyenas. hyenas. Yeah, they they turned on him. <laughs> and the uh, and then Maleficent, our our favorite, right there. She got stabbed by the as a dragon, right? Yeah, with the with the ice ice sword. Right, 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 right. They they, they sprinkle some uh, angel dust on that. <laughs> yeah, it was sparkling. They put the same angel dust that, that was in the uh, warehouse in RoboCop on that right. sword. Right. Yeah, I was trying to think of some cartoons that's like Disney wise, but I, I, I just left them out. Yeah. Disney deaths used to be more legit and used to be a little bit more gruesome. Nowadays, it's a little more tame. Oh, yeah, it's very tame. Although, up, the dude in up, he fell to his death because Did he? he didn't have enough balloons. Hmm. Other times, you just don't see the death anymore. Right. right. Yeah. There we go. There we go. It's not like a Lance Henriksen in Hard Target where they stuff dynamite down his shorts or a grenade down his shorts Ooh, and he can't get it in time. That was pretty good. And listen, whatever we said on this podcast, it's, it's just fiction. It doesn't really matter. You know, none of us none of us are taking this seriously, right? Are you taking this seriously at all? Yeah, we you shouldn't go out and drop anyone from a tall building. No, do not do that. Don't go drop anybody from a tall building. No. Don't hit anybody with a speeding car. Don't, 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 don't. Don't stuff garlic and holy water down someone's throat, you know? Impale anyone with a boat. 
Or antlers. Yeah. You know? Or pour hot green liquid over someone. Yeah. Which, which one is that? That was the dip. Okay. <laughs> it was green. That was dip. It was, it dip. was green. But he got rolled into into a puddle of it, right? right? No, he got rolled, then inflated, and then he got hosed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> he got hosed down. Uh, I'm glad I remembered that. I wouldn't have been able to sleep tonight had I not remembered. Right, because once once he got flattened, then he turned into the cartoon. Right. He turned into the cartoon. Right. Eddie was like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a tune. The only person to come up with a sadistic, crazy plan like that would have to be a tune. Uh, I think Christopher Lloyd was talking crazy at that point. <laughs> and you wa- and we watch watched that as kids. I remember watching that as a kid. Oh yeah, Josh Doom was crazy. Right. That was that was sick. That was sick. The real question is, could our could our kids watch that now? Uh have I shown it? I haven't shown it to some. I haven't shown it. But I will. <laughs> I will. Oh, my man. Uh, thanks for doing this. It's always a pleasure. Um, oh, yeah. I know you got proud Papa duty tonight, so thank you for uh, sharing the time with me. And mm-hmm. um, looking forward to the next one, my man. Always good to see the devourer of worlds. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Look at that. See? Full scope. Full scope. Look at that. And look how proud he looks. Like, I just had a good feeling. If they introduce him in the MCU, he's going to look good and proud. But we need him to have that helmet, right? That whole outfit. Yeah. Uh, played by Patton Oswalt. Oh, great. <laughs> great. So good. Why not? You know? Or Willem Dafoe. Just throw Willem Dafoe back in there. Oh, just throw him under. Throw him under that big helmet. Right. We won't notice. Hey. Oh, yeah. This All right, was, my man. This was good. This was All good. Right. You are good. I'm good. We're we are good. good. We are right. good. You take it easy. All right. Take her easy. She's my lady, and that's what I say. Hey, that was pretty good, right? No, not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Now I know who you are. I know who I am. I should have known when, way back when. You know why, David? Because of the kids. Did he have a good death? Did he have a good death? He had a pretty good death. They all died in the parking lot, though. He didn't drown and get drowned in the puddle like 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 Bruce, but then his bones get. That should have been my. That should have been my. That should have been on my list. That's they the worst drowned death. his ass in a puddle, a rain puddle. That's the that's that's the worst death. There you go. A rain puddle. Out of three movies, this is how he's gonna die. You couldn't have like he couldn't have drowned like in an ocean or something like that. Like after saving a bus full of people. Dog. Like no sacrifice, just a rain puddle drowning. A rain puddle. I need to go back through that and rewatch that joint. I forgot how Mr. Glass died. I know he dies. Did he get shot? I don't know. I want to say it had something to do with his bones. Oh, no. I thought his neck broke. Oh, is that what it was? That's what it was. Did he not die? They all died. Oh, okay. Yeah, they all died. The beast got shot. That's what it was. The beast got shot. All right, kids. Take her easy. Remember, it's just fiction. Thank you.